Welcome to the Straight Out of Home Video Podcast, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Today we're talking about a very merry poo year. I'm Candace, and with me is my fellow Waffle Mac. Hey, Mac. Hey, Candace. It's great to be on. Yes, Mac requested to be on this episode when I gave him some Christmas options. So, Mac, why a very merry poo year? <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I grew up watching the Pooh movies and the the animated episodes that they had on VHS. So I think there was like the one that pops in my head right away is Sharing and Caring, which was like a segment of the new Winnie the Pooh adventures, I think. And so I grew up watching like Hunt for, or the Search for Christopher Robin. And, and so when you gave me the selection and I saw Winnie the Pooh, that was like, yes, I'm going to that immediately because I just grew up with Winnie the Pooh like most of us did. And I really enjoyed the character and the stories. And there's there's so much charming nostalgia to it. There really is. And this came out in 2002. However, it includes the 1991 Christmas television special, Winnie the Pooh and Christmas 2. And that was actually something I like, I actually remembered this short where they're writing a letter to Santa and Mm -hmm. they send it out by the wind and they realize Winnie the Pooh didn't ask for anything from santa so they get the letter back and then they're like oh no christmas it's already christmas it's too late to get it to santa so what do you become santa <laughs> hijinks ensue oh yes it, it, nothing really goes how they planned and that's pretty typical for a winnie the pooh adventure i was wondering like the parts of it felt so familiar and i didn't remember watching it but there were parts of this of this Chris, of this special that i was like maybe I have seen this before. So I wonder if maybe somewhere down the line, I caught this. The 90s special. Yeah. Right? That's what and I think I did that, too. Because you said I bet that that's it was one that was included, right? In yeah. The, in the... It was, there's a, like a through line of the gang decorating a Christmas tree and they're telling Rue about some past holiday hijinks. And yes. it's two different movies. It's Winnie the Pooh and Christmas 2 and then a new film, Happy Pooh Year. These titles. See, I was kind of thrown off by that because as soon as they started diving into the story with Rue, I was like, okay, so this this movie, this is going to be an anthology. There will probably be several little stories, and there was only two. So I was, yes. kind of, I was kind of surprised. It threw me off. I was expecting These... at least one more. Yeah, because usually, like we see, saw in like the Tarzan movie, the Tarzan and Jam movie, yes, the Atlantis movie, and a few others, or oh, the Hercules one. There are usually three episodes of the TV series that are put together with a few new scenes to make it into like someone telling a story but this right. time it was like we got two of them we're putting them in we're done <laughs> so was it just ran- i wonder what the thought process of that was like you know we're already gonna ha- we're gonna throw in a movie that we've already shown and we're just gonna uh, you know call it a story <laughs> and then we'll do something original on top of that that looks slightly different in animation yeah so they actually they try to integrate it by they have the, a new actor re-record christopher robin's voice from 1991 so it all match okay and they also changed rabbit skin to make it look like his modern appearance because he was more greenish looking in the new adventure series yes and you know i remember that from like like i said that vhs copy that's Mm -hmm. still at my mom's house actually of sharing and caring which i think was like three or four episodes of the new adventures and so i remember that yeah so yeah they try to make it put together but like the animation is much sleeker and happy poo year than Mm -hmm. obviously the 1991 part but yeah that 1991 that Christmas thing. I was like, wait, I have seen this somewhere locked in my nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, it felt very brain. familiar. 
yeah. just can't remember actually watching it. So I don't know if maybe I caught it on TV at some point when I was a kid, or it's just one of those things that, you know, you know, you've seen somewhere down the line, but you can't recall exactly when you watched it. Exactly. I feel like it's probably something like my parents like recorded on VHS and like, just threw on for me over yes. and over again because we my sister and i love winnie the pooh a lot oh i mean what's not to love there's it, it's so charming and it's a really nice escape for a while even when you know as an adult going back and watching some of this it's like it brings you back yeah it made me want to want to decorate a tree exactly yeah it put me into the christmas spirit actually yeah i forgot that winnie the pooh like would talk to the narrator which is you so know cute what? I forgot about that too. And like the narrator would at some points have a conversation with them and Tigger would reflect on what the narrator was saying. And I totally forgot that that was a thing. Yeah. And this time the narrator is Michael York, which I was like, why is that voice familiar? Oh, and speaking of familiar voices, this movie features songs by Carly Simon. You know what? I immediately had a nerd attack because Carly (laughs) Simon also did the theme song for one of the James Bond movies, which is how, you know, I've become obsessed with some of her music. I don't know much about her as a person, but I do know, you know, that she was with James Taylor for a little bit. And so when I saw that she was involved with this movie, I was pretty excited. (laughs) Yeah. It was just like, I was like, okay, these two voices, I know them. How do I know We've heard them. We've grown up with these voices. So in the summary, when you put on Disney Plus... And you put it on the TV, it's like, Rabbit threatens to leave if his friends don't change. And I was like, wow, that's super passive aggressive, Rabbit. Like, that's not healthy. That's very toxic of you. Yes. And (laughs) then change they do. They do. And they just change themselves into other, they just switch personalities. You know what it made me think of? Yeah. Was, uh, have you seen, seen the original, the first Scooby, the live action Scooby-Doo movie when their oh, souls yeah. are being like transported into each other's bodies? Yeah. It kind of gave me that vibe and it threw me off a little bit. Like when Eeyore was in Pooh's red shirt, I was a little uncomfortable. No, that freaked me out. I, okay, I, good. That, like, I was freaked di- out too. That disturbed me. <laughs> I, he smiles with like his teeth and his yes. ears are up. And I he has honey like all that. over his face. It was quite, yeah. He's wearing the red shirt and everything and he's like standing upright i was mm-hmm. like no no then, i i want to go home i'm uncomfortable <laughs> it's not the ear that i know and love okay yeah go back to being yeah. depressed Eeyore. yes please I, yeah so they learn about new year's resolutions that, one of the things that i really did mm-hmm. oh they learn about new year's resolutions from christopher robin and i thought it was cool because like most of these holiday things are just about christmas so it's nice that they you know new year's gets yeah. a little Even I think some of the New Year's specials sometimes are still kind of related to like the aftermath of Christmas and stuff like that. And you still have the Christmas trees up and everything like that. And so I did appreciate the kind of focus on the New Year and it definitely had that vibe. And that's where it kind of plays in with them changing their personalities a little bit because they're like, oh, no, our friend Rabbit is leaving. Uh, You know, what are we going to do without him? And so, you know, let's make a resolution and we'll be completely different creatures. Even though they're just changing into cartoon characters. Yeah. They're changing into each other, which I'm like, that's not Rabbit wanted you not to be anything like that. (laughs) It's just like Tigger stops bouncing. Yeah, Tigger stops Mm -hmm. bouncing, but Piglet starts bouncing. Winnie the Pooh gets depressed instead. And it's just it's a hot mess. And Rabbit learns though that he shouldn't have asked his friends for that, that they're his friends. But it's very nice that they tried. 
Mm-hmm. And I think he realizes that. And, you know, it just goes to show this community of what playthings. I, I yeah. don't know what to call them, but this little Stuffy community animals. of these friends. Yeah. And how powerful their bond is. And it is kind of chal- it is kind of childish, but at the same time, it's extremely heartwarming because they don't want to have Christmas without Pooh. They don't want to have New Year's without Rabbit. They're so important to each other. And so I really like that bond that they all have and that they continue to have in like all of their adaptations. Yeah. Oh, I love that at the end, Tigger called Rabbit Rara. <laughs> that made me laugh. I don't know why. I totally forgot how much Tigger would get on Rabbit's nerves. Oh my gosh. Tigger. Tigger can push Rabbit's buttons, but everyone oh can't. Can. Yes. Rabbit is like, I'm feeling for Rabbit now. <laughs> as Rabbit's an adult. wound a little tightly, you know? Before, I was, like, totally on Piglet. I'm like, yeah, I'm scared of everything too, Piglet. Everything's terrifying. (laughs) But now I'm like, rabbit. I'm like, this is exhausting. I don't want to deal with these younglings. I'm frustrated. Nothing's working. I feel it. (laughs) Yes. Let me have my carrots. Yes. And, you know, I can't blame Rabbit because his house was basically put under siege by those worm things, which... Oh, my gosh. You know, I was surprised. I I forgot what a big role they would play in Rabbit's stories. Yeah, I completely forgot about them, too. I'm like, what are these creatures? <laughs> and then I was they're... like, you know what? I remember them. They were like reoccurring characters in the segments that would focus on Rabbit. And it was always the uh, issues with the garden. Yes, I do remember Ra- Rabbit being very obsessed with his garden and Tigger messing it up a couple times. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but yeah, the worms, the, the bugs or whatever they were. Yes. Owl was gone from this yeah from this movie which i wasn't prepared for actually i've always considered him one of the core members of the group so that was kind of surprising yeah and gopher is in this one but then gopher's not in a few others so i feel like gopher and owl to kind of trade off and kanga too a little bit i mean i yeah. out of all the characters that i think you know the series sometimes just kind of cuts is definitely kanga so i was surprised this time around that it was um it was owl yeah But the four always are Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, and Rabbit. Those four Mm -hmm. are always in the stories. But I did see at the beginning they have, like, Christopher Robin's bedroom in live action. I saw stuffed animal Owl, so I was expecting to see him. See him in the movie, right. Totally. Me too. Uh, No Owl. Nope. So there is no critic score for this on Rotten Tomatoes because only two critics (laughs) scored it. And they one gave it fresh, one gave it a not-so-fresh. The... Not fresh rating is from Movie Metropolis, and they say, If your child likes Winnie the Pooh, they should enjoy this holiday feature because it involves familiar holiday rituals with a gentle variation as only the 100-acre wood gang could manage. But it's only for preschoolers. (laughs) Hey, we're adult people, and we thought this was charming. Yes, and we enjoyed parts of it. I mean, I I would have to say that the second part was the one that felt the longest and the hardest to get through but overall like these are characters that we love and i think we had our nostalgia glasses on for sure but definitely um, for the 90s yes yes but they're just the characters are so earnest and so sweet yes it's hard to find like fault in them it's kind of nice to spend time with them you know after all of the like horror movie reviews I do and I'm <laughs> um, talking with Brie on killer waffles about, you know, killers and final girls and traps and all that. And so it's kind of nice just to unwind at the hundred acre wood sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. common sense media gave this a fresh score. Are you shocked? <laughs> wow. It's beloved character celebrate 
holidays differences. That's what their review was. <laughs> That's all it says. Yes. So, okay. Can you guess what the audience score was for this? Because it actually does have an audience score with like thousands of reviews. audience score. Thousands, really. I would say 62. It's close. 70%. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, you know, oh. that feels online with what I'd give it, actually. What about you? I think so, too. I think it, you, we always have to judge it for what it is. And, mm -hmm. like, obviously, we are not the main audience for this. No, but, it's for kids. It's for yeah, preschoolers. <laughs> it's for preschoolers. But, like, it was charming. I was working on my Etsy shop while watching it, to be honest, mm -hmm. because it, I can't just watch <laughs> this completely. <laughs> or was playing with Bucky. But, like, it still, like, had the sweet moments where it went, aww. And, yeah. okay, let me read read a few, two reviews. One four star from David said, lovely. Pooh will always hold a place in my heart. And this is just a delight. He obviously, you know, agrees with us. Mm -hmm. like Winnie the Pooh, very nostalgic. Okay. Dale R. also wrote something that spoke to me personally. The second story has four characters making resolutions to be less like themselves. And that didn't work for me at all. Eeyore smiles big. And it's so disturbing that I may, may never <laughs> sleep again. Yes, it was like it was I felt genuinely unsettled. scary. Yeah. I felt I don't know why. It was an animated donkey, stuffed animal, smiling and being happy. I just it unsettled <laughs> me in a way that like some like horror movies haven't unsettled me. Yes. I was thinking the same thing. And I was watching it with my partner Alex and we looked at each other and we're like, no, <laughs> this is This is wrong. This isn't it right. Feels wrong. <laughs> oh. Man, that's funny. I love that he mentioned that in his review. So yeah, yeah. Well, again, like we grew up with these characters, so we're very familiar with them. And seeing one that is so set with his ears like hanging up in mm -hmm. clothes and smiling with his teeth <laughs> and eating honey, and it's just oh, I did not talking like it. jovially. I mean, everything yeah. was just off. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think was the point. And even Rabbit was unsettled. And he was like, yeah. okay, this isn't what I asked for. Everyone needs to go back to their original personalities. Yeah, and everyone learns a lesson, which is good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to be nicer, quieter to Rabbit, but maybe for a little while. <laughs> I highly doubt. I think maybe Rabbit will get like two or three days of peace and quiet. And then we'll be back to the regular shenanigans in time. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea where Rabbit was thinking he was going to go. He said this, what was it? This retirement plate. Like, it was this meadow. This, oh, yeah. He called it like a retirement meadow or something. And it was How very peaceful. I don't know. I always thought of him as like the old man of the group. Him and Owl as the older yeah, true. ones. They have all the knowledge. Or they yes. think they do. They think they do. <laughs> yeah. Because they're just making it up as they go along. Yep. Well, I mean, most of us do. Yeah, exactly. We just say it with confidence. <laughs> yeah. We're good to go. Yep. But overall, Mac, feelings cute right <laughs> very cute and it didn't feel like a waste of time and i'm glad that we watched it it was only an hour and five minutes yeah so. it didn't. and i'm really glad i think if it had been longer i would have definitely felt it yeah i think it's definitely something that you can put on in the background while you make sugar cookies or decorate the tree oh totally you know just uh, something to have background noise and to just kind of bring that sense of warmth back into your house if that's something that you're looking for i think this movie definitely provides that yeah, and definitely if you find comfort with these characters and, you know, you'll just want to hear Winnie the Pooh talk about Christmas a little bit or dress up like Santa Claus, which he makes a very cute Santa Claus. He makes an adorable Santa Claus. They were just also sweet trying to ask Santa for things for other people. 
one of the ones that stood out for me was because you know earlier in the in the in this movie Eeyore you know as we know he lives in that stick house which always collapses never looks Mm -hmm. comfortable looks you know awful and Alex and I were like he deserves a mansion and then all of a sudden Tigger comes in and he's like I want Eeyore to have two big houses no three or something like that or like a condominium a condominium (laughs) is what he decided at the end and it was just so cute yeah Eeyore you deserve better but you should not smile like that that's my takeaway we want you to be happy but not that happy yeah just a little (laughs) bit because yeah I cannot handle that also Rabbit was getting ready to commit genocide on those yeah because (laughs) we know like these bugs are like they're like what is it they're they're aware they have intelligence Mm -hmm. you know yep and he was like wanting a bug sprayer and i'm like this is dark he's like he was gonna poison them all he gave them all food on christmas yes he's like just y'all wait till santa comes i'm gonna murder you after that yeah like feel free to dig in and enjoy the spoils of my house for now the last meal yes that's what rabbit wanted murder for christmas yeah and he almost got it too i know but yeah super cute i'm glad christopher robbins in this one a few of them that we've watched like christopher robbins not in there and i'm like i feel like he has to be because he's like the it's his imagination that's what i always thought absolutely like he's the center of it all and if not him at least his relationship with winnie the pooh yeah yeah I was glad that he was involved. Um, and I was really glad that Kanga, like I said, Kanga and Rue, I enjoy Kanga. And I kind of wish she was in, involved with the main group sometimes. But um, I'll take small doses of her. Yeah. But the thing is, she's like, she's a mother. She's smarter than them. Yeah. she She's going to like just stop those shenanigans, figure it out instantly. And there wouldn't be a plot. <laughs> she doesn't need to go trolloping off on adventures with them. Yeah. She just lets her child loose. <laughs> yes. Rue just does whatever the F he wants. Oh my gosh, but Rue is so lucky growing up in the 100 acre wood with that group of people around him, of animals, I mean. Yeah, living his best life. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mac, where can people find you online? You can find me on my personal website, that's macthemuser.com. Uh, Mac is in M-A-C-K, and then you can find me on Twitter under Mac Veltman. Awesome, and you can find us at thegeekywaffle.com. Check out Mac's awesome writing. We are on Twitter, geeky underscore waffle. The Geeky Waffle everywhere else, including Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and Patreon. Check out our Waffles After Dark. We got some interesting things being released. (laughs) And if you're in a horror, make sure to check out our Killer Waffles podcast. Yeah, we hope you all have a happily ever after until you forget to send that letter to Santa and have to like dress up like Santa and go into your friend's chimneys. In the cold, in the snow. And give them bad gifts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's the thought that counts.